You were saying that, you know, there's this argument. If businesses get bigger, they get richer and investment comes in, then trickle down and people's salaries would, ra- would rise and everything would be good for everyone, right? This, this neoliberal dream. Um, but here's the problem. When, 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 and this, this flat taxation is doing it very clearly. When you support the small, this, the rich minority, and you go against the majority, you have, you have the gap going uh, you know, wider and wider. And, and when you mm-hmm. get a rich minority, richer and richer, in terms of you know, economically richer, you basically give it more a political power, whether you wish it or not. As rich as they get, you know, they, get, they get as powerful. Episode 2 of Revolution and Reason, today we're talking about the Armenian government's new tax proposal and all of the implications. We're lucky enough to have Harak Papazian here with us, who's been one of the organizers on the ground in Armenia trying to shed more light onto this issue. Harak, before we start, uh, give us a little bit of background on yourself and then we'll jump into the topics. Sure. Um, I was born in Beirut, Lebanon, so I'm a diasporic Armenian myself. Um, in 1991, until until I was 21, I was in Beirut. So um, I went to Jemaran Hamazgain's Jemaran High School. Um, then I went to the Lebanese American University um, to study communication arts with an emphasis in um, TV and film. But then for my master's, I switched um, uh, to anthropology. Um, and I, I applied to Oxford and got it, got admitted. So I went to Oxford for two years. I did my MPhil uh, in social anthropology. I got my degree in 2015, and then uh, straight on I, I, I continued um, uh, with my doctoral studies, uh, which I haven't finished yet. So now I'm, I'm writing my dissertation, my doctoral dissertation, the topic of which is um, has not. Uh, to do anything with uh, Armenia and taxes uh, <laughs> in particular, but it's it's about uh, Ar- Armenian identity in Turkey. Um, oh, where wow. I've been, yeah, where I've been for 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 two years, almost two years, twenty months. Uh, I've done uh, field research uh, for twenty months there. We we could discuss that as well uh, in 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 another episode if you want. I um, can't so- wait. So basically, yeah, basically that's that's about me now. But uh, yeah, one one more uh, important thing is that for the last uh, almost two years now, twenty three months already, I've been living in in Armenia in Yerevan, where I'm basically uh, composing my dissertation from. Um, yeah, I think I think that's all. And right now, that's not the only thing you're doing in Yerevan, um, mm-hmm. which is directly connected to the topic that we want to discuss. Let's just jump straight into it. Looking out from the outside. Give us a simple breakdown or summary about the situation going on as it is today. Yes, so um, it was still in 2018. I think it was November. In November, Pashinyan, the uh, Prime Minister Pashinyan, uh, went on live uh, on Facebook and um, said that uh, they are planning to do a tax reform. 
and he said there are two uh, two options that they are considering, and they should choose between these two. One was um, a progress. Now, currently, the tax, uh, the, ta- the 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 income tax system uh, is progressive, right? There's progressive taxation. It is not ideal, of course. That's I believe it it's it's twenty three percent for the lowest earners, twenty eight for middle. Yeah, you're right. So those people who earn salaries up to uh, almost three hundred dollars, which is the majority, the vast majority of the Armenian working population, um, they are taxed currently uh, with twenty three percent on a twenty twenty three percent rate, and then between three hundred dollars and two two uh, two million Armenian drams, which is um, which should be. Two million should be four thousand uh, dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, so the, mm-hmm. yeah, this population, which is smaller, is taxed twenty eight percent, and then those earning more than four thousand dollars on a month on a monthly basis, they are taxed thirty six percent, right? Um, and so Pashinyan said, uh, we're, we're either we're, we have two options: either we go to a to a system where some of the earners pay up to twenty percent, twenty percent, and the other and the other part pays twenty five. Or, they, or he said, we're going to go to a flat taxation system where everyone pays uh, 23%. And then that's the one, the second option was the one um, they, the government, especially the Ministry of Finances, uh, decided on. Tell us a little bit about that process in terms of, I know that the Ministry of Finance first approves and then sends yeah. the bill to Parliament and then it's up to Parliament. Yes, exactly. To discuss, review and vote that's on That's where right? we are now. Um, so, so the, the Ministry of Finances did his proposition, and then, and then the government uh, a few weeks ago, uh, maybe it's not even a month. So, a few weeks ago, the government gave its okay, and now the bill it's been sent to the Parliament, uh, and the Parliament mm-hmm. has to vote. Um, so, it's the very last. Mm-hmm. We're in the very last phase um, where the Parliament has to vote, and uh, if if they if they give their yes, then then it's. Then it's then 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 that's it. We we will have a flat taxation system uh, in Armenia until it's been until it's changed again. Beyond that process, then let's go into you know the overall debate that's going to be mm-hmm. going on in terms of is a flat tax system something that is beneficial for Armenia and for those on uh, the opposing side of it, which you are organizing for, and I believe just spoke on the floor of the National yes. Assembly recently, for those of uh, you are, who are organizing against it, what are the glaring concerns that you okay. see? First of all, um, there's a problem with uh, you know um, transparency um, because the government itself, the Ministry of Finances, has not been has hasn't really provided um, all the material or the analysis based on which um, they are arguing that flat taxation um, you know should be should be uh, should be. Put in, implemented, yeah, implemented yeah. put in practice, um, and we that so it's been months now, maybe ten months already that this process is ongoing, and we have been um, asking um, them to provide us um, all that material, the analysis, as I said, based on which. They are arguing mm-hmm. that uh, flat taxation would improve the economy or flat taxation would... Uh, is there no analysis that's provided or is it minimal and at not first to, it was you know, not, standards? At first there was nothing. For months there was nothing. We even wrote letters 
um, to the to the ministry asking them to provide this. Not not just not just us. When I when I say when I say us, it's about a, a civic initiative. It's called Vochamahar Targman. Um, there's no no to flat taxation. So we have we started a, fl- a civic initiative um, in uh, in late December, I think. Um, so we yeah, n- not just not just us, but also um, Hetk. Uh, you know, Hetk is a quite famous newspaper online newspaper they also wanted the the the, the ministry to provide them uh, these material on based on which they are saying that they think that this is the best one and their response to to head was that um, we we don't think it's uh, it's a good idea to provide that information because it's too it's too specific and too professional for for the people to understand which is quite it wasn't something that we would we would expect from from the new government this approach was not what we expected from the new government and but then finally uh, when you know we started to criticize this 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 very same approach um, they they finally provided some um, some documents, but but that again was very minimal. And I'm personally myself, I'm not an economist, but our economist friends, our professional friends, they keep saying that those documents basically say nothing. So there are there are no clear calculations that prove this new taxation. Uh, yeah, flat, flat tax, tax would beneficial. be good. Should be good for for the economy. But but this is just one one side, because when you are bringing in new tax code. The second thing, which is not less important than economy, the second thing to take into consideration is is its social impact, and and they are mm-hmm. doing all this without even uh, doing any analysis about the social impact this this, this new tax code would have. Um, so we yeah. went we went we went we had a meeting with the with the Ministry of Social Affairs and we we asked the question that what's your stance on that and this was like 2 months ago and they told us that we we recently asked um, not 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 the government itself so not the finance ministry but we we thought that we should do we should ask for some analysis about the social impact and uh, you know they had asked for a research but we're still waiting for the results i've i've heard that they've recently very recently have got the results of the research and now they are preparing that ministry of social affairs is preparing its own uh, you know its own statement on this tax reform but 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 all this is not is again very very badly organized because uh, we've had or we've already had you know already the government has said has given its it's okay to the tax proposal without without waiting for the so for the research and the analysis uh, regarding the social impact so you see what i mean even if now they 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 come out and say that you know we've seen that so it's not important what what they what they will say first of all it's the approach is wrong because what 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 if what if the social what if the analysis that uh, what if it turns out that after the analysis that this is really detrimental um, uh, from a social perspective uh, the government has already said uh, that you go for it um, we're fine with this right this is what when it comes to the uh, their approach but when it comes to when it comes so our second critique is mainly about its content its content here's, here's the main the main issue is that through this new tax uh, reform they are basically transferring the tax burden of the rich to the of the rich minority to the poor uh, majority um, and here's here's how here's how it how this works. So they are lowering in order to uh, you know introduce a flat taxation. They are lowering the high tax rates, the 36 percent and the 28 percent, about which we we spoke a, a few minutes ago. On income, yeah, on, uh, on salary yes. income, yeah, specifically, they are lowering yeah. to 23. 
Um, not, not just that, they are also lowering the corporate taxes from 25 to 23 again. So it's all being flattened. So all mm. everyone, that means um, both, uh, I don't know, um, a gardener, uh, a bank manager, but also, um, also a, CEO. a CEO, but also a businessman like Le Fixamo, uh, who, pays, who, who pays the Shahuta uh, Hark, which is corporate tax. They will, all, they will all pay, they will all be taxed with the same 23% uh, tax rate, right? And because there is a lowering of, of taxes of the rich, there is some budget def deficit because of this, right? Because less money, less yeah. money would, would flow into the states. So they would transfer it, they would be transferring it into excess taxes, which would affect the average Armenian. Yes. So sales taxes on... They would yeah. specifically transfer that tax burden to, uh, to, to, to taxes on consumer goods. So alcohol, alcohol and cigarettes, cigarettes, I believe, was Yes, mentioned. beer and, and, and several other. Which, in terms of having a nationalized healthcare system and the costs associated with it or the need for a tax on those types of goods, it exists everywhere. But I think the, the problem lies in the fact that it's being used exactly, to placate the, the burden that's that's not put on the wealthiest earner. Yeah, it's the, the, the goal of rising rising the, 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 these these taxes is not you know is not improving the health of the of the of the population because let's let's think it this way. Someone yeah, someone could think that increasing those taxes would would encourage people to smoke less to drink less. Not all researchers uh, uh, agree support this statement. Um, some researchers uh, say say that when you when you when 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 you know the prices hike, um, people tend to smoke um, cheaper cigarettes, which are even even more detrimental. But that's not that's not the, my main my main argument. My main argument would be the following: their own the, the their point of rise, raising those taxes is basically uh, closing the gap. Uh, that that's being opened by the lowering of the other high taxes of the rich, right? Um, they are doing this knowingly that people would continue smoking and drinking, and thus uh, this thus that that deficit, that budget deficit, would be would be filled in, right? So it relies on the need for the consumption of yes. these goods. Uh, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, 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 there's a huge problem because you're lowering the taxes of the rich, and then uh, there is less revenue to the state. So even if so, so even if it turns yeah. out that people stop smoking and people stop using alcohol, and it's not just uh, by, by the way, it's not just cigarettes and alcohol. It's also drinks where there is sugar in it, canned drinks, etc. So even if people yeah. stop totally stop using all these, then they would then the government would go and uh, raise other consumption tax taxes in order to, as I said, in order to yeah. compensate for the loss that's being that's being uh, that's yeah. being done because of the lowering of the of the taxes of the rich. So this is basically the transferring of uh, of the tax burden from the rich uh, minority to the poor majority which is uh, totally anti anti social i would say totally anti population for those yeah. uh, go ahead Iraq, so yeah i was saying go that's ahead. the first main reason um, why we, we why we are against um, because we think that it would just help the uh, 
poor, poor, poor minority. It's in favor of the of the ruling class, of the elite, of the social elite, um, and it's it's contrary to the uh, it's it's against uh, the poor the poor majority. And then two other uh, two other uh, criticisms that we have is first that this is uh, morally speaking, it's also it's 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 also against social ju social justice because progressive taxation is is one of the main, if not the main tool to combat to combat uh, social injustice right and uh, inequality inequality yeah. of uh, of salaries and incomes and when when you're when you're uh, doing away with it so basically you're you're just helping social somehow yeah you're encouraging social injustice rather than uh, trying to control it what do you say on that point harag what do you say to uh, the the proponents of such a flat tax rate and when they uh, say that uh, by simplifying the tax code, mm -hmm. uh, this encourages more investment and thus that investment cultivates and brings in new jobs. So th by bringing in that economic investment and interest through a simpler and a lower tax mm -hmm. code, they think that they can boost the economic output and that would affect unemployment yeah. rates and quality of jobs. So that's a, that's a very that. classical uh, neoliberal argument that's been there for mm -hmm. already now 20, 30 years, um, not in Armenia, but in the world. Um, you know, doing everything uh, to help businesses grow and thinking or hoping that when businesses grow, uh, you know, the uh, they would, you know, jo jobs would get, uh, you know, they, they would get pay, uh, you know, higher salaries. We're talking about supply side yes, economics. Yes, and trickle down, here, trickle down yeah. economics, basically, yeah. which, has, which has failed uh, all over the world. And even in the U.S. now, you see um, in, in Europe, uh, in the U.K., um, Whenever there are, you know, tax cuts for the rich and tax hikes for the poor, you know, when they say they say this is for the good of the economy because we because if we don't if 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 we don't decrease the taxes of the of the rich, um, they would stop doing business and they, they their businesses would not grow and and so the economy would not grow. But that's been proven wrong basically because there are uh, I'm not saying this myself. There are researchers and there are official numbers that show that for years uh, the the average income of the poor has not changed at all. Um, but the rich have got, you know, richer. Uh, so, it's, so it's, it's... And I believe, l looking back in, into the, the historical data from, I, I don't know what beyond this point it entails, but from 1998 to about 2008, I believe we had a tax on the highest earners at about 20%. So this notion that this lowering that tax rate would be something new that would spurn investment is not necessarily something that's that's completely yes, yes, true. Yes, that's all you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. And and that's the other thing is that as I come back to the first point I I, I, I mentioned is is that all all this is is just talk. So they are the, the ministry itself, the government itself is not providing any. At, at least they could have you know somehow proven that. Uh, this would really help the economy with numbers, with proofs. But we have we have some friends, some economist friends that are arguing that you know put, put the social effects aside, even economically speaking, this does not hold true. Like this 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 proposal doesn't isn't really convincing, uh, even on, on those terms. In order to improve investment, the investment ca capacities of Armenia, they say the problem is not in the taxes, especially in the income taxes. There are other other issues here. That's what the the economists say. That's what the 
like the education instance, level yeah. of the For workforce instance, yes. and, yeah. and 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 when you decrease when you decrease your state you know state revenues you basically start or would have to start spending less than you could on on education again so yeah and i think we've already we've already seen this looking just at the ministries itself so armenia slashed almost half of the ministries that it had mm-hmm. for certain you know public goods mm-hmm. or for sectors or combined a lot of these industries and yeah one can argue that you always want to cut out waste mm-hmm. But why are you doing it? Are you doing it because it's wasteful or ineffective? Or are you doing it to uh, foster business interests or on the hopes that by spending less, by taxing less, by having a smaller mm-hmm. rate, you serve the business interests? Not, and not just the business interests of the country, but business interests of corporations from around the world that have outside of the profit yes. motive don't have much of a, you know, much of a, a stake in the progress of your country or care yes. about it. Yes, yes, that's and because they are in competition. Um, and and that's, mm-hmm. so there's the argument that um, if, if we tax them less, they might, they might, and this is the word they, they are using, they might, we hope that they would increase the salaries. Um, but, but, but what you're doing is basically making a big change in the, in the, in the taxation system, which has the serious side effects that I just spoke about. And just for the sake of hoping um, that the businesses, that, that, that the further accumulation uh, of, of wealth um, in the hands of the, of the small minority. Literally trickles yeah, down. down. But yeah. they, it might, right? And what if, what if it doesn't? What if it doesn't? What would you gain? You would have just more poverty because you have rises in the uh, you know in the prices because of the rise of the tax on on, on alcohol and uh, and on, on those goods basically and and just and you would have a, a just a richer a richer uh, and a smaller and richer minority and that this is the trend uh, this is this is just this is the neoliberal story it's not just the case of Armenia and let me just add one more thing. The flat taxation system has been implemented only in a handful, like only in a few, just a few, maybe 10 or 15 countries. And most of them are post-Soviet uh, countries or like yeah, Eastern European Latvia, and, and some of and, yeah. and during the f- last 15 years. And, and there is no real proof that it has helped the economy to grow. Um, mm-hmm. So and, and some of them, like Macedonia and Slovakia, uh, have either uh, returned back to progressive or are now currently in the process uh, of uh, going back to progressive taxation because they have seen and they have and they were invited by, by some of our friends two months ago and there was a conference here and they very you know, openly said that we realized that this is not helpful neither in terms of economics nor in terms of especially in terms of its social impact because when you you get a, the poor not getting richer the poor staying poor the economy uh, so there's less consumption overall and the economy is not growing uh, either so basically now the macedonia slovakia i think has already come back to progressive taxation macedonia is in is in the process because they are they are saying that it's not working um, we we've only got more inequality of wealth uh, more inequality and even georgia even in georgia there are, there has been talks that uh, this flat taxation is not working flat taxation was introduced by sagashvili after their own revolution 
uh, also. And now even there, the expected you know economic boom is, has not happened. But what has surely happened uh, is the increase of the gap between the poor and the rich. And another concern in in that regard is let's say that this does spark business interest and investment. You also want to be careful as a country to see what type of businesses that you're bringing in there. So if we're bringing in the types of low quality uh, laborist work that, you know, it isn't suitable for a progressing country, that's not really doing us a benefit. What we want to have is the type of jobs and opportunities that are created that serve and cater to a populace that can sustain mm-hmm. a middle-class income. In that, let's say these investments only bring in the type of jobs that are yeah. very low-earning salaries. And then by doing that, by fostering and catering to those business interests, we're also not having a robust state mm-hmm. budget exactly. that goes into something like education. So your workforce isn't being, or your, I mean, your public isn't being given the tools in terms of, you know, educating, prospering, healthcare, all those things that add to the socioeconomic rise of a country um, is being, you know, stripped away for that, for the hope, the hope that business interests come in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I totally agree. You mentioned a little bit about uh, the initiative that uh, you were working on with a group of organizers in Yerevan. Give us a little background about that. Uh, What are your plans? Who comprises this uh, group of organizers? And what what is the outlook for whether it's the next few weeks or until this thing gets voted on? Yeah, so we started in, we, we, first of all, we, we, um, we drafted a letter, an open letter. We, we published an open letter about, about uh, where we, we wrote about our concerns. This was in December, if I'm not mistaken. And so uh, we were like four people. Um, including myself and a few friends. Um, And then uh, lots of uh, activists and civil society members, around more than 100 members of civil society, joined joined and signed uh, the statement. And then we decided that... um, since since there is this support, maybe it's time to to start a civic initiative in order to try and counter this this proposal. And so mm-hmm. we called for a, for a meeting for all, to all the people uh, who had who had signed, and uh, around twenty people, I'd say, came. And uh, we decided basically yes to to um, to uh, start this initiative. And since then we have uh, we have. Uh, been giving interviews, we have been um, writing uh, other material, um, we have a Facebook page, we have been going, uh, trying to trying to be there um, to, um, during discussions, unfortunately. When you're saying that you guys want to be there, are you talking about the National Assembly while these discussions are That's going on? That's the problem. On? We were asking for discussions to happen for months, and there was nothing happening. We were writing mm. letters asking asking uh, the finance ministry to organize discussions before it's been finalized, but and then there was nothing. So there was just one or two small press conference um, where we went. And finally, this week, uh, three or four, four days ago, this Monday, yes, finally the, the parliament uh, they organized. Uh, they organized uh, the discussion. Yeah, in the parliament. Did they invite uh, you guys or the organizers out specifically? How how did you have that opportunity to go in front of the assembly? Oh, it's a, that, 
that is that, that was open that discussion was open to the public and so yeah and so oh, basically wow. they could um you anyone anyone from the public could just uh register and go and speak yeah that's wow. that's a very good thing uh, actually uh we also tried to, we is. also try to speak um, directly to some parliament members and we were successful to some extent we couldn't really convince them but at least we had some we had some discussion with them very a few of them only a few of them uh, so basically that's it um basically we're trying to do as much as we can um in order to um uh, we also we also did some uh, you know some graffiti uh, in the streets we're also we're basically trying to raise public awareness about this issue both in the streets but also in uh, in the media and on social media i think we're increasingly increasingly successful but to be fair um to be frank sorry to be frank um i don't really think that we would we would succeed in stopping in stopping this uh, this bill to pass yeah that's something i want to talk to you about hiragan maybe on our our last note here i think this is a bigger discussion that transcends beyond just this issue of the progressive tax system when uh, a lot of the actions about this time last year the revolution was going on there was a lot of folks including yourself that were you know proponents of this type of movement and this type Definitely. of change um and uh, yet uh, when it comes to specific issues for example this tax code you've had a principled stance on this that hasn't changed i think that's something that uh, is is a phenomenon that we have to start addressing slowly in that a lot of those supporters of the revolution and those be it you know progressive like-minded folks whether it's in the diaspora mm-hmm. or in, in the homeland for example if you told somebody in the united states what they thought about a 20% flat tax here that's a very very like conservative you know like viewpoint but for the folks that you know supported the revolution all the folks that you know are whether to the center or to the left mm-hmm. here there's this difficulty in when you say that this new policy that the government is instituting is regressive mm-hmm. and just troubling and blah, blah blah there's this automatic disconnect in that well the new government is you know naturally better than yeah. the last one so why not just let them try this out or you know let's not be so negative or well but not every issue has anything to do with political preference but rather an actual analysis mm-hmm. and is that something that you guys have kind of faced in, in whether that's in you know you're in Yerevan right now when you guys are trying to convince folks what what is the difficulty that you're having and have you had the difficulty convincing folks that would have otherwise been proponents of a progressive tax rate that you mm-hmm. know now that it's being done by the new government aren't really that involved that's a that's a very good question um that's yeah that's one of the reasons why why we are mainly limiting our our act, uh, activism to media and social media um and not not really going to the streets um that's that's the main reason first of all not just activists not just uh, people who who think about uh, taxation and stuff but generally people the people that are going to be affected by it yeah, which the is people that, the majority uh, yeah, of the population the same approach also exists among the, among the people here like these people are better than the, the the older ones they have good intentions so it's mm. it's basically much much yeah. much more if if it was back back in serge times serge saxian times mm. like the next the next day of our of of declaring our civic initiative i'm sure that we could we could hold a meeting with 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 about a thousand people like uh, everyone was ready mm. to go out 
uh, to the streets for any any reason just let it be against 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 Ser Sargsyan uh, and and that was of course that was of course right right um, because because it was already unbearable uh, in 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 all terms but currently it's much much more much more much different much more difficult that's one thing uh, second thing uh, is that unfortunately it is also somehow to an extent it is also dangerous and we are very cautious not to here's what i mean the old powers, basically the 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 Hanra Bedagans, the Kocharian, um, the the old oligarchia, the old oligarchy, are still here, and and they are they are one of the most vociferous criticizers of this new regime, and we should be we are very careful not to be associated with those, and not not to give them you know the chance um, to 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 basically you know, you know what I mean so. It, in that, in that, your opposition is based on principle and not exactly. on some political opportunity. Exactly, but we are also concerned that if if we if we let this let, let this neoliberal approach continue as it is, people people's lives. This can be the policy for the next yes, five years, if, or beyond yes, that. Yes, and people's lives are not going to really change. Uh, just mm-hmm. this taxation issue is just one one example, uh, and then from that, the old powers could benefit again. So the same people would 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 could come out again and say, "See, people, nothing has really changed." That's also an issue. So you see what I mean? We we're in a very very difficult yeah. situation where you you don't want to you don't want to oppose the current regime uh, to to an extent that it falls apart because the because the alternative for now uh, is the old one um, there, there there hasn't been really um, in my in my in my opinion um, Armenia needs now during the coming few years Armenia needs now um, a political force uh, that has uh, that is more social that is that has that it's not neoliberal it is um, a more social democratic or socialist, yeah, yeah, socially progressive, basically, um, that could substitute the current regime if it, it if 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 it continues to act um, in this direction, in this you know harshly neoliberal direction. Otherwise, who's going to substitute them? So there's that is that issue as well. So it happened a few times that we th- we thought that we should maybe go and protest in front of the parliament uh, building. But then the next, the, op- the immediately the next thought that comes to our mind is, um, what if the Kocharyanagans or Hergyagans uh, see this as an opportunity and they send a, t- a few thousand people, uh, their people, and they 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 yeah. try to take this over? You see, is there is there anybody within a parliament currently? Whether it's in the opposition block in Zarukyan's mm-hmm. block or um, Ed- Edmond's block, yeah, are there folks within that government uh, parliament specifically that you guys see as supporters? Not really, unfortunately, not. Um, basically, they're all in terms of their economic approaches. They're all they're all liberals. Uh, and when it comes to Zarukyan, it's it's one man it's a one man show. It's it's the part it's a block that basically supports uh, that basically. Um, defends um, the private uh, interests of of a man and his surrounding. Although yeah. uh, during the last you know session uh, at, in the parliament, uh, some members of the Tsarukyan uh, party they they spoke against uh, they spoke against the flat taxation, citing some of the various some of the very same arguments that I that, that I am and we are citing. But I think that is uh, that's basically a populistic move um, in order to show that they are. 
they are in opposition and so um but yeah the Darugyan can in the Darugyan, Darugyan party cannot be counted on we know what they are they are basically oligarchs right um when it comes to the mm-hmm. two other parties two other blocks one is as you said Lusavor Etman Marukyan they are again very liberal uh, and uh, Imkaila the leading uh, the leading uh, block uh, Nigol Pashinyan they are also very liberal pro business uh, uh, and and, that, and all these so, are their proposals, basically. I want just to add just one one more thing. Uh, uh, go ahead. It's very related to what we were speaking about a few minutes ago. Um, then I just forgot. Now I remembered. When we were saying that, you know, there's this argument that if businesses get bigger and if they get richer and investment comes in, then the, then it would trickle down and people's salaries would ra- would rise and everything would be good for everyone, right? This this neoliberal uh, mm-hmm. dream. Um, but here's the problem. Problem. When, 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 and this this flat taxation is doing it very clearly. When you support the small, this the rich minority, and you go against a majority, you have you have the gap between the two going, uh, you know, wider and wider. And and when you mm-hmm. get a rich minority, richer and richer in terms of you know economically richer, you basically give it more uh, political power, whether you wish it or not. As rich as they get, you know, they get they get as powerful. The more influence, the more influence they, they have, they, the more lobbying they can do. And and so this is very paradoxical. How can you expect? How can you expect the big business to go against its own interests and you know raise the salaries or give more give more I don't know protections to the labor's rights etc. Yeah. So on the contrary, it's going to use its 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 economic power to influence the government uh, and the parliament in order to change the laws and the legislation to change the laws uh, as much as it can the big business uh, in favor of it in favor of itself basically to decrease the of 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 the workers um you know to ban to ban uh, i don't know uh strikes if they can uh not to to, to limit the increase of salaries of wages etc etc so it's this is very paradoxical itself and this is not just theory this is this has been proven uh, in the western hemisphere of the world where these neoliberal <laughs> policies have been uh, practiced with the with the hope as you said with the hope that uh, everything will get uh, will get better for the for the majority of the population as well whereas it has not um, because because of the yes. very same reason um, like amazon and all the other big businesses are we know how much influence they have uh, even in those yeah. countries where it's officially you know very democratic um, in, in fact, they use that influence to uh, uh, not just, uh, you know, wield uh, their economic power, but to even reduce their own taxes in that yeah. the, the, the Amazon pay, pays zero to, you know, little to no income tax yeah. here. And that's purely on the strength of their efforts to lobby yes. and to, you know, influence the government. And who's to say that if we don't, if we bring those corporations in? And we give them that type of power and that type of, you know, and that's what this flat tax is exactly doing. And who and whose interests would the government serve? And, you know, even worse, if if we're talking about drawing business interests from the outside, Mm -hmm. you're now talking about folks that maybe if they were Armenian businesses or they came up, you know, from the country mm-hmm. and they, the highest taxpayers are actually Armenian citizens. That's a, yeah. a different story. But now you're because they might actually have some loyalty yeah. to the country, hypothetically yeah. speaking. But now you're bringing in corporate, you know, global interests that 
care zero percent about anything except def- their exactly line. exactly yeah yeah uh john for our last question i wanted to um ask you uh, what do you see as uh, this timeline for uh, this bill being put into vote and have uh, has the government given a timeline well, not really no are you all p- not yeah n- go ahead n- th- so basically what we know in terms of uh, Time in, from timing and dates is is uh, that um, if if accepted, uh, it would be put into a practice in September this year. Um, mm. But when exactly is the is the voting in the parliament? It's not yet. Um, it's it's not being said I yet. Know. But I, I I think it's not it's not going to be too. Uh, it's it should be in the coming in the coming few weeks, um, especially now that we we had the discussion in the parliament. There is not much. Um, left to do, uh, it's for them just I think to uh, to to finalize it uh, and then decide on a decide on a date where they vote it. Unless unless um, our efforts um, and perhaps perhaps, yeah, and the perhaps other people's efforts, perhaps other people uh, would join also. Now that it's getting closer, um, yeah. So unless unless they see that there is a lot of. Uh, discontent um and they and they decide to to at least at least change it uh a little bit for instance for instance just a very simple but again very important thing um even even the the the, the very few countries that have flat taxation even those except georgia they have at least they have at least a certain um what they call um that is um the English is, isn't in my mind currently, but it's uh, there's 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 a minimum uh, amount of your wage that is not taxed. Um, hmm. Yeah, so it's a protection so, for uh, the lowest uh, yes. income earners. I think the, the U.S. has a dedu- some countries have a deduction system where you pay taxes, and if at the end of the year you don't make a certain amount, you get either taxed back or. Uh, you let me put, let taxes. me put it this way. It's very simple. Um, if so, in these countries, let's say let's say there is a flat taxation rate of a uh, flat tax rate of twenty percent. So yes, everyone pays twenty percent of its of its wage, um, excluding the first let's say the first uh, two hundred dollars. Yeah. Tier. So yeah, and, and but all that, of the, all, that, of, all that of the countries have this exist. except Georgia and Armenia is not only. Go, uh, willing to go, uh, willing to pass through a flat tax tax system, but also exactly like Georgia. So not only flat have zero not protection. Even that that you know that portion of the salary that 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 is not going to be to be taxed. Yes. So so what I was saying this is, is a, may, maybe yeah. maybe if if there is a lot of pressure, maybe that's the thing they they could do. So small amendments. Um, I'm hoping that they they would at least you know add this. Um, mm. Rather than a rejection of the entire bill, which might not. Be well, possible. if if that, I, I would, uh, I hope. I, ideally, ideally, yeah, yes. But, you but know, I don't, that's not the, currently. Yeah. You know, looking at the current um, situation, I don't see that happening because there is not much. Um, you know, the, the sad part is that all of the political forces and parties, most of them, uh, have been silent until very, very recently. Um, and it was just, uh, it was for, for months, it was just us uh, and a few independent uh, people or activists uh, speaking out uh, against this. So, yeah. Well, well, Hirag, I want to I wanna wish you luck on this. And I think that the work that 
you are doing and the organizers on the ground and, you know, not just uh, being proponents of, uh, you know, a progressive tax system, but being proponents of a process um, that entails, you know, proper research and discussion on behalf of the public. And, you know, I'm glad that the new government has opportunities where somebody like you and the yeah. grassroots activists can you go and speak the there. And I want I want to give them credit for that in that regard. Definitely. But uh, the public, the public and the government itself have a responsibility yeah. to have a real genuine and, and principled conversation. I want to thank you for those efforts and I want to, you know, wish you all the luck moving forward. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kev, for hosting me on your, on your podcast. Um, and yeah, thanks for the support. Of course, and let's uh, let's talk again when you're done okay. with that dissertation on okay. identity in Turkey. Okay. That sounds like a good topic. Okay, we will. I promise. All right, Hadak John. All right, take care. Take care, you too.